okay okay everyone a wonderful day to you and um, been a while our uh, next podcast came through so today i have decided to podcast on a very interesting topic um i realized that my audience is male dominated and many of my podcasts have been played by the men you know boys boys you day <laughs> so it seems that well the balance is sort of tipping in favor of the men not something that is intentional but so far the pieces that I've shared have been played a lot by our men our topic today may seem a little biased towards the men but of course we would have sessions for the women as well so don't worry at all if you're a woman okay if you're a wonderful lady out there listening and then going like ah this podcast are favoring the men don't worry at all you're just doing a, doing doing moving with the flow you know so very soon there'll be a twist and you would enjoy enjoy i mean the subsequent ones as much as the men are doing at the moment so what are we discussing today what are we discussing today anyway the name is and will always be Nanaji Omani, aka PJ, aka RPJ. And the name of this show is Be My Guest with PJ. Be My Guest with PJ. If you haven't downloaded the Anchor app, kindly do download Anchor and favorite me. Anchor, A N C H O R, Anchor. And look for Be My Guest with PJ or look for Nano Money and you can locate and listen to the very few podcasts we have put out there so far. So the topic for discussion today is a piece from a very interesting person. The title is or the topic is 10 things women do that drive men away. 10 things women do that drive men away. 10 things women do that drive men away. So stick and stay and make sure you get your um, your set fixed, your earpiece or your speaker or whatever means that you are using to listen to this. Get it fixed and put yourself in some nice corner. If It, it, will, it will be of a huge help if you have um, some popcorn and, 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 you know, some some drink alongside, you know, some wonderful juice alongside. Whatever it is, just make some time and listen to this. Because I believe that in as much as the men are quote-unquote complaining here, or mentioning or giving a cue to what um, makes them move away from women, I believe that this is a very strong tool for the women as well. So women, we go point by point, and I believe that we will be able to get somewhere at the end of this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's great. So um, basically, this is something opinionated. As I always say, these are opinions. Opinions are like notes, are like um, onions, as some people say. But um, of course, I mean, at the expression of every opinion, there is something that can be learned in the end. Yeah, so this is basically someone's opinion expressed. We may agree or not. There are instances where I would share my personal opinion and then it, it can go on and on and on. Yeah, so um, I start from the very beginning of the article. The list, or this list of 10 things that women do that drive men away was compiled from informal interviews with real everyday men. None of these men are experts from academia, so none of them are sociologists 
um, psychologist or relationship expert. These are just regular guys, a computer technician, a personal fitness trainer, a male career, a college student, an entrepreneur, a corporate executive, a sanitation worker, a police officer, a mechanic, and an attorney. When I got the I got the guys together, the first question I asked was, "What are some of the things that women do that drive men away?" I asked them to be blunt and candid in their response, but I made it clear that I wasn't looking for a list of men spirited complaints. Instead, I wanted to compile a list of ten things that men wish women knew. Yeah, so basically, this is another twist to the whole topic. These are things that uh, men wish women knew. So if you're a woman here, Charlie, you should be getting getting some notes down. Yeah, because I believe this will really help, especially, yes, as I always say, for those of us who are not yet, yet hitched, for those of us who are single, for those of us who haven't um, gotten married yet, I believe that this thing is, uh, is worthwhile. Yeah. So at least that would bridge the gap between men and women. I told them the purpose of this list was to improve communication, avoid misunderstanding, and expose any taboo issues that need to be brought into the open. In that spirit, we began our discussion. So I sat and talked with these guys, but most of them um, had their answers flowing in here and there. And these are the list. So number one of these are the reasons. Number one on the list here is not giving enough space. Not giving enough space. Okay. So this is what someone had to say. This is Luis, who is a personal trainer. And this is what he had to say. She clings to me because she thinks that every minute I'm not with her, I'm fooling around. The S word must be used carefully. Some men intentionally abuse the term, I need my space, to ensure that they have their cake and eat it too. Fool around while not giving up what they already have. But not all men are that that way. Most men simply just want some room to be by themselves. Men, just like women, need to feel that they they aren't trapped or being held hostage in their lives. From time to time, men want to get away and be alone or hang out with friends. But it's a strain on the relationship when women think that a man is being selfish, silly, or making up excuses to go out and cheat just because he wants some space. The smart woman knows that a man needs space and doesn't hold it against him. She's confident enough to know that each person needs his or her own space to maintain a healthy relationship. On the other hand, The jealous and possessive women are well known for their deliberate attempts to prevent a man from having any sort of privacy. These are women who think letting a man out of their sight is a mistake. They keep choke holds on their men and eventually drive them away. But if you're a woman, or if a woman can't give a man the little space, either the relationship isn't solid, or she has had some personal problems she needs to deal with. If it is because she can't trust him out of her sight, she doesn't need that man anyways. Yeah, so this is a very interesting thing. You know, back here in Ghana, uh, yeah, and I would be specific because, I mean, this is my environment. Um, it tends to look as if it's only the woman that needs a vacation. So mostly you see on the status of lots of women, um, I need a vacation, I need a vacation, someone to take me out on a vacation, I need to go on a vacation, they need to sponsor me on a vacation. So guess what? You are not the only ones who need the vacation, who need that space, who need that time off. We do too. We do too. <laughs> yeah, so the men too do need space, just as was captured in this very first point. Yeah. So the next time you think of going on a vacation, think about your man. He needs some space. He needs some time off. Okay. So a second on the list is acting sweet to get a man, then changing. 
acting sweet to get a man than changing. So, um, this is what the next person had to say. I do not know why women act so sweet during dating and change completely when you've got to know them. Or when they know they have gotten you. And this is Alvin who is a computer technician. She used to go to bed in a naughty nighty and didn't care about sweating the curls out of her head. Now she goes to bed with a head full of rollers and a face covered with noxzema. When they were dating, she battered her eyes, spoke softly, and always looked sexy. But now she's but now that she's got him, that all changed. The gently battling eyes and shy smiles have been replaced with frowns, pursed lips, and show tones. No more sexy clothes. Now she dresses like she doesn't care the way she looks. Every day is a bad hair day, and she's fast losing the calves in her body and developing pleasantly plump figure. Hmm. Of course, men can't expect women to be superwomen who are able to work, cook, clean, and make love with flawless precision. But a woman should start out playing the superwoman role at the beginning and then change. A woman shouldn't start out playing the superwoman role at the beginning and then change. It is better to present herself as she is and get it all out in the open. When a woman changes her entire act after the relationship gets going, men feel as though they have been duped. Suddenly, he doesn't know what to believe anymore and feels he can't really trust the woman he thought he knew. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is another point, right? I believe that we can um, discuss it <laughs> discuss it over a very long period of time. Yeah, so, and, and interestingly, these things are, are, are on both, both sides or um, appeal to both ends, okay? So, since we are doing the men today, so this is the issue. Some men complain, I mean, some men complain that the women look all sexy, you know, all soft and sweet. But then all of a sudden, when the relationship is settled, especially in marriage, they tend to change. They do not care again. What do you think? Have you had that experience? Okay. So we move on to the third item on the list. The third item on the list. Okay, so that is wanting too many things. Wanting too many things. Wanting too many things too many things and this is what the, the next person had to say i'm just a working man i can't afford a two-story house in suburbs i cannot afford a lexus a range over a bunch of credit card and kids too so this is jesse who is a male career some black men say black women are unrealistic in their expectations and want too much of course wanting a good hard-working man who respects women isn't asking too much but what about when it goes far beyond that? For some women, having a good man just isn't enough. They also want a Lexus, a two-story home in the suburbs, a string of credit card. Yeah, a string of credit card. When they don't have these things, they moan and complain as though life is terrible. If the man does say something about how he's happy with things as they are, he will be accused of being complacent, lazy, and lacking ambition. It's fine to have goals and want some luxuries, but counting the blessings you already have doesn't hurt either. Yeah, so that's that's another point over there up for discussion. Yeah. The fourth on the bill, the fourth on the bill is not saying what she means. Not saying what she means. So women expect you to read their minds like a psychic. And this is from Jamal, who is a college student. 
Men and very good mind readers. In fact, we often have difficulty just figuring out what women mean with the words they speak. I think women are far more sophisticated communicators than men. They seem to be more adept at the subtleties of gestures, facial expressions, and body language. Therefore, men and women almost always suffer from communication breakdowns in relationships. Unfortunately, some women do not express themselves honestly and openly. It seems that they are more apt to use voice inflections and body language to communicate what they mean, even when the actual words they are saying convey the opposite. Take this situation for example. No, I don't mind if you go out with your friends instead of taking me to a movie night. A woman says, tapping her foot and looking away with her arms folded. Although her mouth is saying quite literally, no, I don't mind. Her body is saying she does mind. Women expect the men in their lives to read the non-verbal cues. Some men fail to read the non-verbal cues of the women in their lives. When this happens, an argument is almost always the result because the woman feels that she communicated her feelings to the man and he simply ignored her. For example, I will use the scenario from the previous paragraph. When that man comes home from his night out with the guys, his wife is going to be angry at him. She'll probably snap at him when she talks, slam doors, or even yell at him. What's the problem? He will ask. You know what the problem is? But he really may not know what the problem is because she never came out and said what she meant in words. She expected him to read the non-verbal cues and he totally missed them. He totally missed them. As a result, the woman believed that the man is just being callous and self-centered. Likewise, the man is upset too. He thinks she's nagging him for no reason. Both of them go to bed angry. Yeah, so this is another classical example and I believe that a lot of men can relate. Yeah, so we, we are never able to understand women, right? People say women are so complex. Someone even made a funny joke that God who created women himself didn't really understand them from the beginning. Yeah, though that is debatable, of course. Yeah, but women are very complex and they themselves tend to agree to this. It's, it's very hard or it's pretty hard decoding the real message, quote-unquote, from a woman. And you need to be very careful. So look at your partner steady. Have an open and honest conversation. I believe that, you know, for me, from a personal point, point of view, I, I think that the women should sometimes be very honest and open up, you know. If you do not like it, if you do not enjoy an idea, if you do not like a decision, just be open about it. I, I think that helps both of us. It saves us the energy, you know, than just, you know, giving us that kind of sophisticated look and answers for us to find out ourselves. So, man, what do you think about this? Is this really the case? Is this what you are probably going through? Okay, so we go to our fifth item on the list. Fifth item on the list or the fifth um, reason that keep men away from women. Don't forget that that is what we are discussing. Things that men wish um, women knew or things that kept or things that keep men away from women. Women, sorry. Ten things specifically. Ten things that keep men away from women. That is what we are discussing. So this is the fifth item. And he says here that the three B's of sex, the three B's of sex. So I didn't issue a disclaimer right from the beginning. Um, this one is purely for adults. So, you know, it carries some adult content. So I believe that, I mean, per the statistics, looking at the people who usually play my podcast, I think I'm safe with the ages. 
yeah so we can proceed so this is um, a little bit of an adult co- um, adult content and be guided in that regard so if you are less if you are minor and you are listening to this at this point please stop playing the podcast and kindly step aside <laughs> thank you for your words so sweet okay so we go to our fifth point the three b's of sex i'm going to be straight about it sex is important to me so this is jimmy who is an entrepreneur Perhaps it would be nice if sex didn't play such a major role in relationships. But for most people, sex is a big part of the relationship. And for men, it's probably more important than it should be. The sexual aggravations of men boil down to the three Bs. Bad, boring, and the boudoir battle. So the boudoir is basically a woman's private um, private room. Something like a bedroom or something, you know. So bad sex. Sex is a learned skill. It is similar to driving a car. And also, mind you, this we are not encouraging sex before marriage or premarital sex. This is purely for those who are locked down in marriage, especially this particular point. The element of sex is for the married ones. Yeah, 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 I know, I know, but it's for the married ones. Thank you. Okay, so it says here that basically anyone can do it. Some are good at it, others are experts. But everyone has had an idea of what they consider good and bad sex. Common complaints among men are lack of enthusiasm, lack of rhythm, no creativity, poor technique, etc. If a person in a relationship is dissatisfied or experiencing sexual dysfunction, it is something that should openly be discussed in all honesty. The reasons for sexual dysfunction can be psychological, physiological, ethical, and religious, or amongst a host other things. If the problem seems insurmountable, the advice of a pastor or therapist may be necessary. Boring sex. Boring sex isn't necessarily the same thing as bad sex, but it is far from good. Boring sex is always doing it in the same place, at the same time, and in the same old position. It's when the sex gets to the point that it feels like more of a duty than a desire. Duty calls. <laughs> Boring sex is when you are going through all the emotions and there is no spice or passion involved. Now the boudoir battle. Using sex as a weapon doesn't do anything but make a man angry. It can, it can be subtle things such as not being open to touching and cuddling. Or it can be more strategic. It can be the refusal to do certain things in bed. The most brutal form of bedroom battle is outright refusal. Of course, a man can't expect a woman who is angry at him to make mad, passionate love to him. That's where the communication comes into play. It is far better to talk and resolve the differences than to play games of will because any real man will be very much insulted by such a behavior. Then he may become vengeful and the whole thing turns out into a cold war of revenge. So the boudoir battle can lead to deep resentment. And some men will use it as an excuse to cheat on their wives or girlfriends. So in this state, I will cancel out the girlfriends and maintain their wives because this content is for the married people. Biko, it is for the married people. Yes. Thank you. We move on to the Seth item on the bill. Seth item on the bill or the Seth complaint. Um, the Seth thing that men wish women knew. Yeah, you can put it in any of these contexts. So that is constantly talking about other men. Constantly talking about other men. She's always talking about this guy at her workplace. And it really pisses me off. So this is Sean who is a corporate executive. Hmm. 
Men don't like to hear women constantly talk about other men. It is not necessarily an ego thing. It is just that each man wants to feel special and important to the woman to, or in the woman's life. Yeah. Women don't have to cradle us like babies, nor do they need to be patronizing us. But a woman would be wise to realize that the ego of a man can be fragile. Black men in particular are constantly attempting to gain and maintain the basic elements of American manhood. The ability to provide, protect, and be masters of our own destinies. Not talking excessively to your husband or boyfriend about how great you think other men are. It's one small thing that can, that can go a long way towards healing the beleaguered black male ego. So as for this one that we can relate, yes, women, we beg you, stop talking and praising other men. It's really annoying, you know. It's really annoying. I've had friends who, who, who usually say this, that Charlie, sometimes I feel like just yelling at her, like it's too much. You see, you, you, it's, I mean, it's good to like other people, admire the, the exploits of other people, other men, but you need to exercise some decorum in spewing this out to your men because some women are almost always in the face of their men with other guys. And women, I, I would like you to think of it from the other angle. If your man is constantly talking about a particular woman, a particular lady at the office, at church, in a certain environment, how would you feel? It's the same feeling for us. Okay. The seventh item on the list is being a drama queen. Being a drama queen. So she calls my pager all day when I'm at work. Then when I call her back, she starts whining about some little things that would have waited until later. So this is art, and art is a sanitation worker. Okay. Drama queens are always whining, pestering, or nagging about something. With them, nothing can be ev- nothing can ever be right. They pull all kinds of little tricks to get and control a man's attention. If he's watching television, she wants him to get up and put out the trash. When he has time off from work, she tries to plan each hour for him. If it's bill playing, if it's bill paying time, sorry, if it is bill paying time, she's crying about her car note being lit. Another technique used by the drama queen is to play damsel in distress to get a man's attention. In this story or in this role, sorry, the drama queen says, "Save me." <laughs> Initially, it is to make a man feel good. Sorry, let me take this again. Let me take this again. Okay. So it may make a man feel good to be, um, okay, 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 okay. So we move, so we move, so we move. But too much distress can drive even the most loyal man or the most loyal knight to ride off into the sunset. So basically this is talking about people or the ladies who are almost always playing victims in almost all circumstances, yeah. The drama sometimes is just too much. So I believe that um, art here is basically trying to voice out the fact that sometimes we love you as well. You are our queens, yeah. But sometimes the drama be too much. Mm? If it is just a matter of a slight headache, don't don't overcomplicate it as if you, 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 you I don't know, like you have no breath left in you, you know, that kind of picture that you give a man. Because sometimes the interesting thing is they can shake a man to react and um, imagine faking, quote-unquote, faking an ailment or um, 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 faking a problem to get the attention of your man to drive over and imagine he gets an accident on the way. I believe that that would be a very horrible thing to happen to you. So we enjoy the drama at times, yes, but 
throwing it down small, throwing it down small, okay? So this is the eighth item on the list. This is the eighth item on the list. And this is actually from a police officer by name, Derek. And it is being hard and cold, being hard and cold. I worked at the graveyard shift, so I don't have to be at home with my wife. Or I work at the graveyard shift, sorry. So I don't have to be at home with my wife. That response was from a man who had been married less than one year and was already engaged in a cold war with his wife. Most of the time, she was openly disrespectful to him as a human being, not just a man. Other times, she was cold and aloof, barely acknowledging that she was in the room, barely acknowledging that he was in the room. Believe it or not, men have feelings too. Hard and cold behavior is enough to drive anyone away. Again, we and asking to be cradled like babies but every man wants a home to be safe and a safe enough refuge from the cold-hearted world however when the world at home is colder than the work world there is no solace yeah so um, um this gentleman is basically talking about the fact that the home is supposed to be the place where every man desires to be if the man has had a very horrid moment at work they want to come home into the arms of their wives or into the arms of their children and feel that 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 um, um warm reception in their home so the women or wives should not turn the home into a cold place probably because you have an issue you've had a torrid time yourself don't create it you, you you bring a lot of light to the men you know women bring a lot of light to men so um maybe the men are are, are saying here in a very subtle voice that please we, we, we are like your babies too. Because you actually call men babies. Um, there are lots of women who call men babies. So yeah, that's the literal meaning. We are babies. So yeah, give us some tender care, you know. And make the home a lovely place to be for the man. Okay. The ninth on the list. That is the last but not the least. Um, the last but one, sorry. The last but one on the bill is cheating. Cheating. Yeah, this is a very interesting topic I know. We can discuss, we can podcast um, days, weeks, a month over this particular topic. Yeah, but just just, just a wee bit, just a wee bit up for discussion. So this is from Barry. Barry is an auto mechanic and this is what he had to say. They call us dogs, but women are out there fooling around just as much. Hmm. Some women will maintain that when a woman is cheating, it's always the fault of a man. That simply isn't true. Women are human beings and are therefore just as subject to dishonesty and deceit as any man. Cheating takes two forms. First, there's the obvious form which is having affairs. But the second way of cheating is mental. It is the subtle art of getting getting over on him. She may not be fooling around with another man, but she may be cheating by fooling around with the checkbook balance. Wow, interesting one. Her body may be faithful but she may be cheating by playing manipulative games to keep him within her control. Chat games rob a man of his energy and creativity and prevent him from realizing his full potential. The truth is that cheating doesn't have to be just about affairs or lovers. Cheating is deception of any kind. <laughs> Why do I feel the men are trying to, you know, soften their stance here on the whole cheating thing? <laughs> Especially when we are putting it in two forms, yeah. So, you know, um, I think to a large extent, I agree with this person right here. You know, sometimes, um, especially for some of our women, unfortunately, they feel like 
cheating is only being caught in bed with someone. But sometimes you are flirting with people which may be disrespectful to your guy. There are some messages that you are exchanging with some other guy that will not look too good if your man should see. And it's vice versa, you know. It's same for the men. If you're a man and then you go like, ah, but I'm not sleeping. I've not caught me in bed with any woman. You have not seen me naked, stuck naked with any other woman. So what is your complaint? You may be flirting also. And, and men tend to be a little more flirtatious, you know. So next time you should maybe be careful the, the kind of words you exchange, you know, the flirtatious messages and all that because they are also a form of cheating. Yeah. So this is the 10th and final thing on the bill. 10th and final reason why men are being driven away by women. Or this is the last reason to buttress the fact that women or men want women to know this before they enter into a relationship or before they are settled in marriage. So the last item on the bill is engaging in a power struggle. Engaging in a power struggle. I can't stand it when a woman always wants to prove to me that she's smart, tough, and independent. And this is Lawrence, who is an attorney. It really irritates men when women they are involved with are constantly trying to upstage them. This is especially bothersome for those men who end trying to compete with their mates. This behavior takes many forms. Some women who engage in power struggles with their mates do it through career competition. Who can make the most of money or who has the most prestige? For some, the competition is based upon education level. Who has the most advanced degree from the most prestigious school? Another form of engaging in a power struggle is competing in disagreements. Who gets the last word in? In addition to those power struggles, the men I spoke with mentioned four other things that women do when they engage in power struggle. One, making sure they look smarter than the man by intentionally upstaging him in public. Two, disagreeing for the sake of disagreement. Three, unnecessary rudeness. And four, being condescending or cutting down what a man says when he states his personal thoughts and opinions. The guys I spent the evening talking with agreed that they were they weren't intimidated by women who had more money, drove more expensive cars, or had more education than they did. Their issue was with women who want to flaunt those things in order to be superior, in order to be superior in the relationship. They all agreed that such behavior was a complete turn-off. No matter what form of power struggle comes into play, there's an energy drain for the man who isn't interested in competing with his mate. Engaging in a power struggle is a quick way to drive a man away. I know this list goes on and on and on and on and on. But remember, this isn't a list of complaints. So I, I, I think that, I mean, to the women especially, I think this piece is even more for you, the women. Yeah. Because you, you can take a huge cue out of this. Um, on this note, I mean, as, as, as we draw down the curtains on this particular subject, on this note, or on this particular topic, I believe that women must, or some women, I'm very careful in choosing my words here, some women must understand that the man isn't necessarily jealous about you having something superior. The man isn't necessarily um, um, bitter about you being yeah better than he is but basically everyone expects to be respected even the women or even some of these women expect people to respect them you know so these things are mutual you know these things are mutual 
consider yourself. I mean, if you separate yourself aside and then you take a look over yourself or you um, you you reflect over yourself. I mean, the things that you expect people to to do for you are basically the things that you should do for others. So in that same vein, in that same spirit, if you expect the man to respect and not, and not love things over you, you should not do likewise, you know. We appreciate our women. Um, we respect you. We always want the best for you. Or lots of men want the best for their women, for their ladies. But it's, um, it's a two-way thing. And, you know, our women need to also be helpful in that regard. I believe that when we reflect over these 10 reasons or um, 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 these separate views from these separate guys or these different guys, we can't make a headway in our relationships if we have not settled yet. And for those of us who are married, I believe that we can also um, mend things, you know, and then um, get to spice up our marriage or our marital life. Yeah. Yeah, so this is Money, and this is Be My Guest with Kijele. I believe this day's podcast has been youthful. I mean, sorry, has been use, useful, Charlie. Today, it looks like the weather is taking a toll on me. You know, I'm just fumbling with my words here and there. But forgive me, yeah, it's part. And um, I want to give it raw and uncut. And yeah, so there you have it. Um, do join us. I'll do another piece. I'll do another piece on... And the kind of women to marry. Um, people are all over the place praising themselves, praising their tribes. And it's not because we are tribalistic or anything. It's just for the fun moment of it and a little education, as we always stand for on this on this podcast. So I'll do a, um, I'll do a bit. It will be a short bit on the kind of women to marry. Which tribe is the best in Ghana? I mean, which tribe has the best women in Ghana? It's up for a lot of debate, but I'll look at the thoughts of a few people. Yes, as always, very much opinionated. So we get to share and we get to express. So thank you once again for making time to listen to this podcast. Please do make sure you download the Anchor app and favorite this piece or every other piece that you get the chance to play. So do enjoy your day. It's a wonderful Monday here in Ghana. And I believe that um, for those who are their workplace, for those who are in their homes, wherever you may be, um, just know that there's always light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, and good things will come. Yeah, it's a wonderful month because I, I mentioned in my previous podcast that it is my birth month. I was born in August, the 26th of August to be precise. And it's a very wonderful month for me. I pray that August will be a wonderful month for everyone out there whatever you are trusting god for whatever you are hoping for whatever you are putting together will work and you will at the end of the month rejoice and be glad that this month ever came to meet up with you so thank you once again the name is Nanejay omane aka pj aka enjoy your day Thank mm-hmm. you.